Welcome to this week's episode of Insects for Dummies, where we talk about all things six-legged. The season is shifting, and with it, our selection of insects. Today's special guest is a fall-time favorite. Okay, before we get into it, I need to clarify that ladybugs are not true bugs. In a previous episode, we talked about the divide between true bugs and insects. And though many true bugs do indeed have bug in the name, this is one of a few exceptions. Ladybugs are a beetle in the family Coccinellidae, and there are around 5,000 species, with each one varying in colors and spots. Some even have no spots or another pattern altogether. The poster child species is a red spotted one native to Europe that was dubbed a ladybug after the Virgin Mary. The story goes that 500 years ago, farmers in Europe were struggling with their crops due to aphids. They prayed to the Virgin Mary for help. And soon after, the red beetles with seven spots appeared and started eating their problems away. The name did indeed start 500 years ago in Europe, but as for the rest of the story, I'm not sure that's the exact reason or what happened at all. It is also said that the seven spots on the European species represent Virgin Mary's seven sorrows or joys, but Ladybug is not the only name for this family of beetles. Other names include Ladybird beetles, Lady beetles, Lady clock, Lady cow, and Lady fly. The names vary depending on the location, but for the most part, the names are related to the Virgin Mary or something else of importance depending on the country. In Japanese, it is called Tendochu, with the kanji being heaven, way, and insect in that order. Ladybugs can be found on every continent except for Antarctica, because as you all know by now, nothing lives there. I will 100% be making t-shirts with a meme about this in the future. Anyway, ladybugs, like all beetles, go through complete metamorphosis, and their larval stage is actually really cool. Most beetles develop in the ground, and their larvae look white and kinda gross, to be honest. But the ladybug larvae are completely different. Eggs are laid above the ground level on plants in aphid colonies and the larvae begin feeding immediately on aphids. The larvae are even referred to as nymphs by most people because they really don't look anything like a traditional larvae. They spend about three to four weeks crawling through plants devouring aphids in the summer months before forming a pupae and spending the next week idly metamorphosing. Ladybugs can live up to one year as an adult, and sometimes even two. And during the span of their lives, they can eat up to 5,000 aphids. This makes them fantastic insects to keep in your garden. And it's also why they are available for purchase. Some of you might have been doing this already, although you shouldn't buy them if you don't see tons of aphids in your garden. The best plan of action would be to A, purchase when you have a known aphid problem in your garden, and B, Place the ladybugs strategically in the colonies of aphids so they can start doing their job and learn where to stay. You want to release them at dusk or dawn when the weather is cooler because otherwise they will likely fly away to find shade. 
It's also important to keep them in the fridge and well hydrated before their release. You can also spray the plants down with water during their release as well to ensure that they will be hydrated. Insects can be fragile and housing tons of ladybugs in a container at room temperature will definitely dry them out. During the winter months up north, adult ladybugs hide in trees, houses, and under leaf litter. I've read that they huddle together as well, but I'm not sure this is for the purpose of staying warm. Unlike warm-blooded animals, insects do not give off heat, and they slow down their metabolism during the harsher months. They can even enter a state of hibernation known as diapause. So from my viewpoint, it makes more sense to believe that ladybugs gather at locations based on how good they are. Naturally, if something is pretty good, then more people or animals will go to it. Now I want to talk about defense mechanisms, which is something we haven't really brought up before on the show. All insects are equipped with unique defense mechanisms, and of course, that includes the ladybug. Ladybugs have quite a few tricks up their sleeves when it comes to protecting themselves, with the most obvious being their colors. From egg to adult, ladybugs tend to stay very bright and vibrant in color, and this is called aposematic coloring, or warning colors to the average Joe. Predators have evolved to learn that bright colors typically mean poison, and this is why so many poisonous insects look like they came out of a circus. Actually, circuses themselves tend to be creepy and dangerous. Perhaps there's a correlation there. I'm kidding. But anyway, color is the most basic form of defense. Let's move on to more interesting things. Ladybugs can play dead when threatened. Have you ever tried to pick one up or get one to crawl on your finger, only to have it tuck everything under its shell and literally fall lifeless? I have, and it's their way of playing possum or faking death to get us to leave them alone. Unfortunately for them, I'm not so simple-minded. Another cool tactic ladybugs will use is to secrete a strong odored liquid from their leg joints called pyrazine. They also do not taste good because of this. Actually, if too many ladybugs get ground into wine from a vineyard, then the taste and odor of the wine becomes more tart. I didn't know that before writing today's episode, but I guess it's only natural that insects would get ground into wine during the process. Now let's get to the good stuff, the myths, legends, and symbolism behind our well-known insect friend. As mentioned earlier, almost every culture associates ladybugs with luck, and this is firmly rooted in pragmatism due to their helpfulness as a farmhand. This is one of those unusual cases where the associated symbol is shared around the globe. In China, it's a symbol of good fortune, luck, and harmony. The color red has long been a boon in Chinese culture, and ladybugs are no different. Even brown ladybugs are considered to be a good omen in China. In France, if a ladybug lands on you, then your ailments will soon disappear. But if you kill one intentionally, then you are dooming yourself to sadness and grief. I was also taught as an American that if a ladybug crawls across your finger, it's good luck and good things may come in the near future. In Belgium, if a ladybug lands on a lady's hand, then she will be married soon. Britain takes a more literal approach to its symbolism by stating that ladybugs bring fine weather, which is true because you won't see them if the weather is not good. One of my favorite stories regarding the ladybug comes from France, 
And the story goes that King Robert II had sentenced a prisoner to death despite his countless outcries of innocence. On the day of the execution, when the prisoner placed his head onto the guillotine, a ladybug continuously landed on the prisoner's neck, which distracted the executioner from proceeding with the job. Every time the executioner shooed the insect away, it would continue to come back until finally the king said, enough is enough. This is clearly an action of divine intervention. And after that, the beetle was known as Beta Bondu, which literally means animal of good God. I think it's safe to say bug or not, we should treat our ladies with respect because if we don't, there will not be a happy ending. Next week, we'll discuss another popular fall time flyer. So get ready. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Insects for Dummies. If you are enjoying the show, please make sure to rate the podcast and leave a review. It really helps a lot. In fact, we charted relatively well in the past month, and we've been getting new listeners across the globe, which is super cool. Anyway, you can check out the IG page at Insects Number 4 Dummies or send a listener submission to insectsfordummies at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and I will see you next week.